I'm here because I am escaping dangerous fridge conditions at home. My roommates decided that they are going to throw Thanksgiving dinner and do all of the cooking. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the fridge is broken, so it's at about 55 degrees. They decided to put all of the Thanksgiving preparations into that fridge because I told them they couldn't use my mini fridge for it. I look forward to hearing about the deviled egg incident of uh, 2018. Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just what the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. So greedy. Yes. We're back. We are back. Oh my god, this is like consistency. Episode 2 of season 4. I thought this was 3. No, this is episode 2 of season 4. I don't know. You marked it as 3. Did I mark it as 3? You did. I don't believe I did. Listener land is not going to know what we're talking about. They are not. But our guest will. Show notes. Hi, guest. Oh my god, we have a guest. Damn you for editing it from episode 3 to episode (laughs) 2. Actually, I didn't because I didn't touch my phone after we had that conversation. Bastard. Anyway, hi, guest. Hello. Guest, who are you? I am Savory Tart. Savory Tart. Are you savory? I'm not sure. Most people think I taste kind of like latex. Wait, what? Latex. You've got my attention. Oh Well, I don't do... Uh, I don't let people do oral on me without having proper barrier barrier protection. So most people think I taste like latex. Okay, that makes ah, sense. Gotcha, gotcha. So so you're you're saying that dental dams are a thing? Yes. Okay. Bravo, bravo for a safe sex. Thank you. Well done. Are you a tart? Absolutely. Well, at least you go for it. When I was a kid, we uh, yeah, I believe I was in eighth grade when we watched. Of Mice and Men. And we were told to read the book first, which I did. And then... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You actually read the book before seeing the movie? Yes. Yes, I did. What kind of child were you? Uh, This particular time, I had nothing better to do, so I actually read the book. And it didn't didn't turn out really great. Um, That was was about the time that, you know, I, I started being introduced to real life so anyway i digress i read the book and the assignment was we were supposed to do a report on one character from the book the character that i chose was curly's wife and she was very well known around the farm for flaunting her wares trying to seduce the hands the farm hands into joining her in the barn and i titled my report Memoirs of a Tart. <laughs> uh, I like it. That is a very good t- title. Hey, guess what I don't have to do today? I don't have to listen to that alarm because I don't have to go to work today. Because <laughs> guess what? Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Whenever you actually listen to it. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're they're not going to listen to this for like a week or two. Probably, but they know when we're doing it. Because we love you listeners, and we want to be consistent with shit. Right? We, we try. We really do. Well, some of us. <laughs> I hate you just a little bit more every day. That's okay. I'm still alive and kicking. Still. But you know what you can do, Greedy? If you really hate me that much, you can always message me. Where can you message me at, Greedy? I hate you. Oh my god, I hate you. Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, see, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about you can reach us on any of our other social media. You know, Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. Oh, yeah, MySpace. We, we do still have an Instagram. We don't have a MySpace. Oh. That's the thing that should not or probably... Does it still exist? Yeah, it still exists. Yeah, it's, it still does. Uh, all three people that use it still... <laughs> it, it exists, but they haven't found each other yet. Here's the thing. Even Tom doesn't use it anymore. Ouch, that was low. That was low. You know who does use it? Who? Zuckerberg. <laughs> no, I doubt he does. <laughs> He's spying on them. Oh, oh yeah, listeners, you can also find us on FedLife. Oh yeah, huh? That 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 is another social media platform we're on. That's like one of the main ones we're on. At least should be. And what's our profile name on there? The Gotham Press. The Gotham Press. It's like Twitter is Gotham Press Pod and Facebook is Gotham Press Podcast. Now, I'm surprised those weren't taken before we got on. Not really. No, I'm saying, uh, I'm pretty sure somebody thought about it and just didn't do it. Well, they're bad. Our so, game. Yes, our, our gain. Our gain. As I said, happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Greedy, what kinky thing are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? I am thankful for my kinky family because they actually care about each other. And it's it's a beautiful thing to have. Aww. Tart. I am thankful for the fact that I can still find new favorite toys. What, new, what is your newest favorite toy? A fencing foil used like a cane. Oh, you were uh, having a use on you at the uh, last party, right? Yes, I was. Were you playing with Hidden GN? Yes. That's yes, because Hidden GN does fencing. Damn it. I wish I could have seen that now. Oh. I, if I would have known you would have wanted, I would have let you know. Yeah, that scene was going on at the same time I was doing my scene. <laughs> and I looked. I happened to look over and see Hidden GN in a fencing stance as he's using it on her. It was quite entertaining for that like half second that I focused on it. Like, okay, and I have a woman here I need to focus on, more importantly. Uh, and as for me, I am much like Greedy, thankful for my kinky family, thankful for this amazing place that we had to record in and live in that was provided by another member of our kinky family. She is freaking phenomenal. She is. She is. Ah, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Also, Greedy was doing rope bondage with the turkey earlier today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I smoke turkeys. Um, not like roll it up and smoke it. but um, He likes to smoke a lot of meat usually. Thank you, pole smoker. Um, anyway, I I like to... It's okay. Uh, you can laugh. I, 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 Tart is over here like trying her best to hold in her giggles. It's okay. You can laugh. Her face matches her shirt right now. Super. 
Yeah, but I hate the sound of my uh, of my laugh, and this is being recorded. <laughs> so challenge, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get you before the end of the episode. I swear, we're gonna get you. <laughs> Not unless I make my tongue bleed first. Wow, masochist. Absolutely. Sadistic, masoch- sadistic masochist. I think there's a word for that. Sadomasochism. Sadomasochism. That's great. We should we should like take that and run with it, right? Well, I I, I identify as a smartass masochist, so I figure there's always a little bit of sadist in a smartass. A little bit of sadist in a smartass. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. So, like Sam Tart. <laughs> Sam Tart. Gotcha. <laughs> Already. <laughs> The dam has broken. Oh. You may as well just let it all out now. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel mildly accomplished this afternoon. Good. As you should. At least you accomplished one thing. <laughs> wow. That was harsh. Tart, well done. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's move this show along. Uh, just a little bit. Oh, we had a class this past weekend. Yeah, what was it about? Behavioral modification and psychological play. Oh, please tell me about that. I didn't get to go. You missed out. Yeah? What did it, I miss? It was put on by K-Spin from up in Sacramento. Okay. Sacramento, right? I, be- I believe so. And she... <laughs> it was funny. She asked... Uh, one of the first questions was, All right, so when you think of psychological play and behavioral modification, what what do you think of? And nobody was saying anything. I was like bimbos she's like thank you nobody ever says that (laughs) she was really happy about it i was like okay cool i have won this day (laughs) um but yeah it was a a lot of fun about talking about how to modify someone's behavior to have the results that you want okay okay so how do you modify someone's behavior uh, there are various ways, actually. She actually put up a writing right before uh, the class about reframing uh, the things about behavioral modification. A lot of people, they think, oh, you're going to modify the way that I think and do things? I don't want you to do that. That scares me. Instead of thinking, hmm, how about instead of just saying, I'm going to modify it, I'm going to modify it around something that you already like, something you enjoy. Okay, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Makes it a little more uh, enticing. Exactly. Do you have any opinion? Well, to me, it seems a lot like dog training. When I was uh, in high school, I owned a dog, and I was very much dedicated to training her. She was the most obedient dog, almost, that I'd ever seen. There are some service dogs out there who were much better than her. But her favorite thing in the entire world was to chase a tennis ball. So if I could reframe anything to do this behavior, you get to chase the tennis ball, I could get her to do anything. Uh, what am I thinking of the uh, Family Guy sketch? Uh, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> oh, God. James Wood. Ah, yes. James Wood. Or we also talked about the scene in uh, Big Bang Theory where 
Sheldon was rewarding uh, Penny with candy every time she did something <laughs> that he wanted. Oh my God, that was funny. And it's great because you're thinking, oh wow, it's working so well. Modifying your friend's behavior that that can that can be that can be a very negative end result. If it's being modified for a bad thing. Even if it's done, even if it's done with good intentions, like altruistically, if if I were to try and modify your behavior to get you to say stop grinding your teeth, I, I don't think you actually grind your teeth, but just as an example, if I were to try and do that, it would be something for your own good. But then later on, you find out that I was doing something to get you to stop doing it without telling you. Don't you see that as a possible backfire? There's possibly some backfire in there, but if I enjoyed the result of it, I may have a bit of flash of anger. Okay. But in the long run, I would probably come around thinking, okay, it was for the greater good. Hmm. But the other thing, too, is we use behavior modification on other people all the time. It's basically us teaching them how to treat us. How to interact with us. But is that really behavior modification? It is. It absolutely can be. She was giving us an uh, example about um, teachers and students. As a teacher, if you have a student doing something badly or acting in a way that you don't want in class, you do certain things in the class to modify their behavior. Oh, they like doing this, but they also do this thing that I don't like. Well, if I take away this thing that they like, that's going to modify them. That's going to make them modify themselves to be better, so they can get that that result that they want. Hmm. And they were. She was even saying it happens pretty much on a daily basis with any social interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Like one example I have is uh, my left arm between the shoulder and the elbow mm-hmm. has a uh, unexplained condition. Well, sometimes it will feel feel like it is on fire. And there's a lot of things that can set it off that are just part of people's normal reactions. So I use behavior modification on people all the time to get them to not touch my arm. So that way I don't have the negative consequences. Okay. Okay. You're you're, you're looking confused, Greedy. What's on your mind? I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of torn about it. I'm going to have to do a little more, uh, digging into it before I make up my mind on it. Okay. Let's take a look at it from this perspective. Someone you're dating. Yeah. If you're dating them and they're doing this thing, like you love them, you love being around them, except for this one thing. This one thing just grinds your gears. But you know that if you do thing X, Y, or Z, but they won't do that. If you stop, if you do that as a reward for them, for not doing it, and you can even tell them, hey, as long as you don't do this, I will do this for you. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I suppose, you know. Are you right. are you reading the Xbox right now? Yeah, yeah. It, it <laughs> popped up. It popped up an alert, and uh, it yeah. happened to happen to go along with something I've been researching. So, what's yeah. that? Uh, well, one of the one of the topics that I I don't feel I have enough to contribute myself to right now, um, Fallout seventy six. Hmm. It it's out. So that it is. 
I'm I'm on the fence of whether or not I'm going to buy it. The reviews that I've read about it, there's been there's been mixed, and they're they're hovering around a two and a half star out of five. So it's a decent game, but it's not a great game. Yeah, it, it's it's Fallout Four plus more people. So <laughs> why? or less people or or less people? Yeah, because the world's supposed to be pretty desolate, correct? Yes, it's supposed to be very desolate and. At the same time, you're supposed to be able to link up with other people and form de facto guilds, if you will. Raiding parties and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. And then you go raid other actual people. So it. Oh, is that what it is? You're actually raiding other players? That's that's the theory. See, I didn't realize that. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, it's all well and good to uh, play Fallout 4. You know, you've got, you've got your, uh, your, your group that you're with. Of uh, computer players, and you've got a common enemy. You're you're trying to survive and keep the this enemy from attacking you. Well, I'm I'm not sure how how it feel or how it, how it's going to play out having actual people raiding other actual people when they're not on. You know, there there could be some real real negative consequences here. I can see that. As a matter of fact, since we're bringing up Xbox, hey listeners, if you want to join Awesome on Xbox, I am more than willing to give out my gamertag here, live on the air for this episode. Give it away. It's Zero Ace. That's X-E-R, the number zero, A-C-E. So go Stop ahead and add me. Xbox. <laughs> or we could do this better. Xbox, turn off. Still doesn't listen to me. Yay! It does not care what you say. Yes, I am one of those people that still have the Connect for my Xbox. I did not get rid of it. I actually enjoy it when it listens. And it's frustrating when it doesn't. Very frustrating. I've still never seen it actually work. Really? Really? Huh. Xbox, turn off. Now she's seen it. Boom. I have never, I had never seen it actually work before. Yeah, it does work. It goes the other way too, which means the Connect is always on and always watching. It sees it you. Can't see me. NSA, it? turn Isn't off. Isn't it? it? <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought it was always listening. It is always listening, yeah. but, but it's watching as well. There's uh, there's cameras as well as infrared cameras on that little uh, Connect bar right in front. It's watching you. If you make a motion, it watches you. It can identify you by your body. Yeah, I think I'm okay with this. I have, um, I am pretty much already owned by Apple and Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey FBI, can you find me a new pizza place? <laughs> I kind of want your phone to be set to reactive when you say FBI. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Do you have an iPhone? Yes. May I see your iPhone real quick? Okay. Don't do it. It's a trap. Greedy, Bring what it over here. Greedy, what are you going to do? Bring it over here. Come on. Bring it over here, Brad. <laughs> let me handle your iPhone. I let you see it. Evil. evil. <laughs> I will I get a hold of it. I am not evil. I will get a hold of it, and I'm going to have some fun with it. Yeah. You ain't touching women's things without consent. No, 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 no. Never. Greedy, we've had this conversation on this podcast about consent. 
Consent is a good thing to have. Consent is a great thing to have. It's a necessity to have. There you go. That doesn't make it any less of a good thing to have. True. So what's next on the docket here? We've done behavior modification. We've done dog training. Oh, dropping out of the scene. When we say dropping out of the scene, we aren't talking about dropping out of a play scene. We're talking about dropping out in general. Like, Greedy, have you ever dropped out of the scene since you've been in? For like 24 hours, yes. (laughs) Nobody noticed. (laughs) Did you even notice? I don't know. I need you to pay attention to what you do more often. It was a nice break. That that day of? Yes. That 24-hour that stretch. I, what did you do for that day that you weren't kinky anymore? I went to work. I came home. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and decided, nope, I'm, I'm kinky. I need to go back. <laughs> now, since I've been in, I haven't dropped out at all. But I've seen it happen on more than one occasion. Yeah. People, they get what they want. They get that relationship they were looking for. They decide, hey, I've got this person that is feeding all my needs and desires. I don't have to go out to play parties or things like that anymore. I'm no longer looking. And then they just kind of disappear. I, I see that as a positive for them, but a negative for the community as a whole. I agree. Like, I'm very happy that they found what they're looking for, who they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. But I miss them. That seems to happen with lesbians a lot. Do tell. As Greedy and I are not lesbians. (laughs) It's one of those things that I've just noticed. In a lot of BDSM communities, the lesbians only show up long enough to get hooked up with someone. And it's really, really annoying for those of us who stick around. I can see that being a definite issue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Even though I have absolutely dropped out of the BDSM community for quite a while. Why did you drop out? Because the first play party I went to, I was sexually assaulted at. Oh. What? Which means I have been sexually assaulted at more play parties than I have been meeting people in hotel rooms for the first time. That is... A horrible precedent to have. Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. And so after that, I just completely dropped out. And then my next experience with the BDSM community was absolutely terrible. I actually got messages telling me that if I didn't attend a munch, I would be raped. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Um, Excuse me? You would be raped if you didn't attend the munch? Yes. <laughs> so somebody threatened you with sexual assault if you didn't attend an event? Yes. Greedy. We need to talk after this episode on this matter. That that's Oh my god. Well, it was year it was years ago and I have since talked to people who are leaders in that community and that is um And issues like that are supposedly no longer going on in that community. And I fully believe that it is the case that that has been dealt with. My question for this, was this from a single individual or multiples for that community? 
Well, the actually being threatened, where I was actually not sure whether they were threatening to rape me or saying it wasn't safe, was with one particular individual. But for a period in time, the one community I, where I was was very much a you have to be a member of the of the community you have to be attending our events otherwise you cannot do this safely i i am sorry that you had to go through all that that is a shitty shitty way to be introduced to any sort of community yeah oh i completely agree and i am very glad that a very good friend of mine insisted that I join a completely different community and I had a good experience there. And since then, my experience in the BDSM community has been overwhelmingly wonderful. Good, good. We're happy to hear that things got better because that is, I'm not sure what to say about that. Greedy? No, I, I, I have an idea of what to say about that. Um, as as to your experience individually, on behalf of everybody in the kink community that is a decent person, what the fuck were they thinking? Um, uh, that that was rhetorical. I, I I don't I don't want an answer. That's that's shitty of anybody to do. Um, on behalf of the kink community as a whole, if anybody out there has experience similar to this. Reach out to reach out to somebody that's uh, preferably a title holder, because more almost every title holder out there is going to be a decent and more than likely revered member of the community. So if you have an issue with somebody in the community, reach out to somebody that is of of uh, stature, somebody that's accepted into the community as a whole and regarded as top notch they'll at least be able to direct you where where you would need to go to resolve said issue. And the other thing, too, is if you happen to be in an area where it's just not welcoming for you, there are lots of places where the kink communities are ridiculously welcoming. I have had nothing but good experiences in the Bakersfield community. Well, we're very happy that we've done better by you. Uh, we're, we're very happy to have you here, too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, real quick, something that you said uh, about going to a leader of the community. Mm -hmm. um, at our munch uh, this past weekend, uh, some of the local... I don't know if I want to say leaders or just people that are known in our local community were rewarded. Yeah, yeah. With uh, pins as our 20th anniversary is coming up next year. Yes, uh, in... June of uh, 2019, the Bakersfield BDSM Munch Group will have been around for 20 years, having consistent monthly munches. 20 years strong. Mm -hmm. And we're a good community. <laughs> Who knew that Bakersfield, of all places, Bakersfield, would have such a solid community? Hopefully the people that started it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we actually had um, the original, the founder of the Bakersfield Group at the... The tasting that we recorded at, mm -hmm. she was there. You know, somebody told me that, but I didn't see who she was. So, well, I'm not. I'm not going to call her out. Um, but she was there. Yeah, she's a little shy. I've heard. Yeah, she is. 
but awesome lady, and I, I do hope that I get to see her again someday soon. Probably next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, if you're in the Bakersfield area over the next year and you would like to join the Bakersfield Munch, we meet every third Saturday of the month at a local restaurant. Get on to FetLife and look up the Bakersfield Bakersfield BDSM Munch Group. On our page, you can see all the details about the current and upcoming munches. And please try and make it if you can. We'd love to have you as a guest. Yeah, Not even just the munches. There are so many events that go on in town. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what the whole thing was with this past Saturday, even though I wasn't personally at the munch at a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've heard that it was great. A lot of people that have stepped up in this community over the past few years uh, were rewarded with, well, I'm sorry, not rewarded. That's not the word I want to use. Awarded. Awarded. Especially pins for the 20th anniversary coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was given one. Um, I'm trying to think who else. It's kind of surprising with how little you've commuted, uh, committed to. <laughs> I know. I've only done like one or two things. I pay rent. That's what I do. <laughs> That's all I do. I pay rent. <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody that anybody that actually knows you is going to know what a joke that is. But uh, oh! no, no. Th- oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That, that sounded totally wrong. I did not mean to say that you paying rent is a joke. <laughs> wow. What I meant to say is listener land is going to think that that's the only thing you actually do. <laughs> oh, my God. He Okay, Awesome does more than just pay the rent around here. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. No, Greedy, you cannot fuck Jesus. <laughs> well, Tart, you, was... you sound like you were trying to laugh, at, like you were trying to giggle. No, was not trying to giggle at all. I not saw it one too. bit. <laughs> What were you trying to say, Greedy? Were you trying to say that I do a little bit more than just pay rent? I throw events of my own and things like that? Oh, yeah. You definitely throw events of your own. You throw tantrums. Those are, those are wonderful. Um, what, I was, what I was going to say uh, was uh, actually not in regard to um, the, the pins, but uh, you said something with the pins about people you know, um, being part of the community. And I wanted to get back to one of our previous topics um, Go for disappearing, it. dropping out of the, the scene. Yes. That's where the issue comes in. If if you're if you're a member of the scene and you just suddenly stop coming to things, like you, you find that fulfillment. And as great as that is, if you if you stop coming to the events and make the numbers of the community smaller, then you're setting up to make it more difficult for other people to come in. Doing a disservice. Yes, absolutely doing a disservice to the other people that are interested. And you never know who you might meet. I mean, if I had dropped out of the community that day, I would have never met Tart. Wait, which day were you going to drop out? Oh, this was before you and I met. Well, yay, since I've been here, he hasn't thought about dropping out. Yes. (laughs) No, I've thought about other things, but dropping out is not one of them. So, what's wait, 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 what do you mean other things, Greedy? At about 3 a.m., you'll find out. I'm, 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 help! So, something, something truly sad in the nerd world happened this last week. <sighs> we, we've, we've lost an icon. We've lost a god among 
the nerd lifestyle. The nerd pantheon is weakened by this. But what he did, he left us with so much. He left us with such a strong um, world that he built, that he cultivated. That thing's going to last, hopefully, for more than a year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope so. Mr. Stan Lee, you will be truly missed. Yes. I've listened to quite a few podcasts that were talking about just stories of Stan and amazing things that he did. Yeah, I know. Uh, I listened to two separate, two different Kevin Smith podcasts. His uh, what used to be Fat Man on Batman is now uh, Fat Man Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, even on the recording, he kept saying Fat Man on Batman, and the audience kept uh, <laughs> correcting him, Fat Man Beyond. And then on his uh, Hollywood Babylon podcast, he was doing, and he even made the mistake on there too, <laughs> which was great because there was one guy in the audience like Fat Man Beyond. <laughs> he's like, "You're right, sir. You are definitely right. I keep making this mistake." But just to see the reaction that he had as he was telling a few stories, he was on the verge of tears. You could see, yeah, because he found out. I guess this was a few years ago. Stanley had a bodyguard slash helper that was always with him whenever he was out at events. Yeah. And he, the bodyguard and Kevin Smith were talking and the bodyguard was telling Kevin Smith that Stan actually like felt Kevin was like a surrogate son to him. Oh, so Kevin was kind of heartbroken over all of this. He was actually supposed to meet up with him the following week. Obviously that didn't occur. But it was, there have been a lot of people. Like, if you look at the Twitter response to Stan, not just from the fans, from stars, from people that he's worked with. Yeah. It's been amazingly, I want to say positive, but that's not the right word I'm thinking of. It's been heartfelt. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, he had, he recorded cameos ahead of time for movies. I hoped he would. Even though he's gone, his cameos will not be gone for a while yet. Which, I'm not sure if that's going to be better or worse. Well, but but that begs the question. I mean, Stan Lee making a cameo in a movie basically says this is going to be a killer movie. It's going to be a good movie. Stan Lee not appearing in a movie... It's, it's a crapshoot. Is this going to be a good one or is it going to be a bad... The question is, who's going to decide where his cameos get put in? Right. I was thinking about that, too. Like, who does that fall to? <laughs> Whoever it is, you've got a huge responsibility. And uh, Kevin Smith, please, for the love of God, do not meet with Stan Lee this week. Please. Hey, Kevin Smith already survived his heart attack. Thank you very much. Which we're very grateful for. We are all very grateful for. Now, if Kevin Smith decides to take up the mantle of Stan Lee and start doing cameos in the Marvel movies, we're okay with that, too. I would not be offended. Not at all. Oh, my God. What if he got one recorded with Stan Lee before Stan passed? Oh, that would have been great. That would have been amazing. I I hope they can at least CGI that. 
I'm sure they could if need be. I mean, they they're doing. I don't know if you've heard of this, but in Japan, there is a pop star, pop idol, that's not a real person. That is literally a 3D image of this girl. I can't remember what her name is, but she's like got long blue hair, and she puts on concerts. But it's not an actual person. It's just this CG girl just dancing around. That's pleasant. <laughs> and now, now I'm stealing. Now I'm literally stealing from another podcast, but I'm okay with this. Yeah. With that blue hair girl. The company that designed her uh-huh. is allowing people to marry her. Oh, damn. Like, over 3,000 people have done this already. Uh... All, all in Japan, mind you. And the guy that, uh, for the story I'm thinking of, was wondering why none of his family came to attend his wedding to a... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> To a fictional pop icon. <laughs> oh, it gets better still. Yeah, mom, I'm so going to you... marry this can of beans. <laughs> so if you marry a fictional pop icon, does that mean that you get fictional benefits to go along with? Oh, wait, wait. I wasn't. Uh, that wasn't the end of it. The company gave him, or he bought, I'm not sure of which now, uh, but he got received a... Like this glass um, tube's not the word I'm looking for here, but this glass case that has a image, like a 3D image of the pop icon that will interact with him when he gets home. He will get home, he'll say, hi, honey, and she will pop up on there. Oh, hello, honey. How was your day at work? I saw it was raining today. I hope you were safe or something like that. I really want that. I don't want the marriage part. I just want the pop icon that interacts with me. JT? <laughs> I don't know. Do you like Justin Timberlake? Not particularly. Brittany? Maybe. She's kind of crazy, though. I don't, I'm not, not sure. Not crazy. Wait, who did you say last? Madonna? No, no. Okay, so so who is she, your... She, she's a, she's a uh, Swift fan, I'm sure. Well, Swift is great, but she started out a little on the conservative side for me. Mm. I kind of like Beyonce if I'm stuck with pop icons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like the look The look that you couldn't see, listeners, was Greedy's face and like, what the fuck do I care about a Beyonce? Well, uh, the the dude that the dude that she's uh, with right now, uh, Jay Z. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting I'm getting singers crossed. <laughs> oh. Wait, who are you uh, thinking of? Who? Uh, oh no, it was uh, Kim Kardashian. That's uh, with, with Kanye. Kanye. Wow. I don't even know. I'm. You got. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So you got Beyonce mixed up with Kim Kardashian? No, no. <laughs> okay, how, how? No, no. The mix-up, the mix-up was all the times that uh, uh, fuckface got up on stage and tried to steal the the limelight from somebody else for getting an award that he thought Beyonce should have got. He did that with Taylor Swift, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, huh? Yes. <laughs> 
personally, I don't give a shit about Taylor Swift either, but, you know, I, I associate Beyonce with him, and um, just... Uh. Don't associate Beyonce with Kanye West. Associate Kim Kardashian with Kanye West. Another person I give absolutely zero fucks about. <laughs> I don't care about either of them, but I would still like to not, you know, sully other people by mixing them up with them. I will sully her. You will sully, sully Kim Kardashian? No, wait. Unsullied. Unsullied. Agree? <laughs> yes. This is like when you're when you're getting sleepy at night. We're not even like halfway through the day yet. Well, actually, yes, we are more than halfway through the day. Never mind. I had a 23-hour day yesterday, and I didn't sleep well last night. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I think it's almost time for us to end because you have food to check on, don't you? Yes, I do. I've got a turkey smoking that I've got to go get to. He's got to go smoke what that meat. What is it smoking? Uh, um... <laughs> The good I, stuff. <laughs> I am not at liberty to say it asked for my uh, silent informed consent in its activities. <laughs> uh, smoking that meat. That's some good shit. Alright, well, goody. <laughs> Before you run off to go play with your meat. <laughs> any final thoughts? Um... I really, I'm, I'm really thoughtless right now. I can understand that. Tart, any final thoughts from you? I had a good time. Well, we're happy that you had a good time. You're welcome to come back at some point, too. Yes, yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for being had. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> I was just trying to get one more laugh out of her. Come on. Come on. You can do it. You know you want to. You can do it. Okay, we, we pushed too far. Awesome. Give her a poke. <laughs> I'm not going to poke her right here. Greedy, she's going to take your hand off if you do that. <laughs> I didn't have consent, so I, I didn't touch. Well done. So you're learning. And from awesome, as usual, hope you all enjoyed. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, when you're out there and you're playing, don't break your toys. They won't come back. And this is for... Those of us that are still saddened, just a moment of silence for Stan.